0: Hi, this is Michael Hyatt from MichaelHyatt.com, and you're listening to the Strategic Living Podcast with my friend, Brian Holmes. Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number
1: 336 of the Strategic Living Podcast. It is really, really great to have you with us today. Well, we've been talking about relationships now for several weeks, and we're going to continue that theme today, and what we're going to talk about is going to make a huge difference in how you move forward in your life, in your leadership, and with your impact. Over the last several weeks, we've been looking at the entire concept, really, of relationships and, and the impact they have on our person, on our work, our businesses our families, etc. And I think we've come to this conclusion, relationships really do matter. What is especially important is that we understand the season that we're in and where each of those relationships really fit in the construct of our progress and our development. Here are a few questions we're going to consider today. Number one, what is life without relationships? We've discussed this uh, on numerous occasions over the last number of weeks. We are not meant to be isolated. Really, it's not healthy for you to be alone or to, to be disconnected from others. It's really important to have those connections. How do we classify or categorize our various relationships? Here's one that comes up quite often in conversation. Do I keep the same relationships throughout my lifetime or do relationships change? over the course of seasons in my life? What happens, Brian, when conflict comes or the relationship is tested? How do we navigate through those times? Today we're gonna look at these questions and maybe some other ones as well. What I wanna talk to you about here for a little while is relationships, resources, and the rhythm it takes to get traction and to generate real progress in our lives. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you. Well, I'm deeply concerned about how our culture is viewing relationships these days quite honestly. We've talked a little bit in the last few weeks about technology, and while the advances of technology are fantastic, my fear, I guess, or my concern, I should say, is that electronic engagement has fundamentally replaced what I would refer to as heart level or authentic relationships. Now, this is certainly not the main topic of our program today, but Let me just remind you that a friend, quote-unquote, on Facebook does not and should not make you feel as though you possess some valuable relationship. Texting, (laughs) my pet peeve, does not constitute real conversation because usually those types of conversations don't add value to you. Uh, Or if it's you texting or, or communicating with someone else through electronic means, It doesn't add value to the person with whom you are communicating. Another concern that I have is that these kinds of relationships point to sort of these easy, comfortable, and cop-out ways uh, of communicating and relating to one another. And and really what happens is it it gives you the sense that you're not isolated, but really you are isolated. You're alone. They're not real. They're not real. They're pseudo-relationships. I've said to you many times, God did not create us to do life alone. In fact, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago the scripture, it is not good for man to be alone. One of the interesting things that I learned along my journey, this has been 15, 20 years ago now, someone who was mentoring me from a distance, I knew this person personally and knew them well, but I heard them say this in the context of a leadership session. He said, you only need two things to succeed in life. There's only two major factors you need to possess, relationships and resources. He went on to say that if you have to choose between the two, always choose relationships, because relationships will lead you to the resources that you really need. When I heard that, man, it landed with me. It made sense to me. It resonated because I recognized that everything in life revolves around the right relationship. You can have all the money in the world, but if you have no meaningful relationships, quite frankly, you are broke. You are destitute. You can have access to all kinds of resources, but if there's not a group of people that you can exchange life with, do life with, share the good times, the bad times with, I really sincerely believe that you would ultimately be unfulfilled. While each person is uniquely different from another and may have certain propensities or strengths or talents or personalities, traits, relationship is what makes life work it's that it is that diversity it is the uniqueness of the individual that makes togetherness so powerful there's a wonderful word picture we see in ancient scripture where it says the eye can't say to the ear i don't need you and the metaphor there was simple is that we're all connected. We're we're designed to be connected. And it's, it's really foolish to think that you don't need the other part of you. The big toe can't say to the elbow, I don't need you. Everything is connected. We are truly interdependent. We are designed by the creator to have meaningful connections, meaningful relationships. We are designed, we're hardwired for interfacing with other people in order to add value and to receive value so many people become these beings of aloneness and and as a result it winds up creating this cycle of woundedness and pain and hurt and and sorrow and and it just it's not how we were designed i promise you this as long as you deal with people There is the potential for disappointment. There is definitely the potential for being hurt by someone. Uh, In fact, I'm probably talking to a lot of people that have been hurt, that have been let down, that have been maybe even betrayed or disappointed by someone. Here's what I know. All of us are imperfect. Therefore, there's going to be dynamics in the relationship that are imperfect, but we cannot allow the fear of disappointment or the fear of pain or the fear of being let down drive us to be alone. We, we cannot be people who disengage with community and disengage with friends that build walls and, and protect ourselves from the, those that love us and care for us. We need each other. In fact, I would go so far as to say that your success, your prosperity, or if you're a person who likes this word, your destiny is uniquely tied to other people. You can't do it by yourself. My premise today is that we need each other. Now, let's talk about categories of relationships. There are, there are several of these that I think are very important, all right? We have family of course. There are mentors, teachers and spiritual leaders. That's a category of relationship. Of course we have friends or peer level relationships. We have workplace relationships that, you know, are strictly bound to the context of our career, our business, our work life. And they don't really go outside of that boundary. Of course, we have these casual acquaintances, people that we know. They know our name. We know their name. We, maybe we've had a drink with them or we've hung out with them at some meal or whatever, but, but they're not necessarily friends. They're, they're just acquaintances. There's so many different aspects to categories of relationships that we won't get into right now. Here's what I'd like to share with you, though, that I believe is very important. It is imperative that you really know who you are so that you can accurately and effectively identify where each relationship in your life fits. It is a tragedy, a real problem waiting to happen when you take a relationship and put it in a category where it does not belong or it has not yet earned the right to be in that category. Many times we call someone a friend who is merely an acquaintance. Sometimes we we know someone for a very, very long time. Therefore, we assume that that relationship merits a certain label or access to a certain category of our heart or our life. But it's really important that you know where someone fits. I want to give you a little bit of a model here. And unfortunately, if you're listening to this by audio, you won't be able to see the visual that I'm providing here. If you'd like to see that, go to our website, brianholmes.com. And uh, just check out this episode, and you'll be able to see this in a visual format. But I want to just, if you can in your mind, envision one, two, three, four, five, six concentric circles, all right? Six, like a target with six different categories to it, all right? In the very middle, the smallest area right at the core is self. That's you. Just put the word you there, all right? This is... This is where you need to have a healthy, strong relationship with your own self, <laughs> so to speak. you got to know who you are. You have to understand why you're here. You have to really be comfortable in your own skin. You have to really uh, be confident in the, your capabilities, your, your value, and know who you are. Otherwise, it will automatically, and by default, it will skew every other relationship you have. If you're not comfortable with you you will not properly steward other relationships so i'm beginning there that small circle right there in the middle is you now the next circle closest to you is family and of course i understand that some of you have different family dynamics and and boy we all do we have you know everybody's got that person in the family right but let's just look at the the context of this and how it may be it might be your wife or your husband Maybe your children, maybe a mother, a father, siblings, uh, extended family, in-laws, what have you. But it's it's family. It's people that that are either blood kin or blood by or family by marriage. It's people who are in your inner circle of family unit. All right, that's the second layer of relationship. Let's go now to the third layer of relationship. These are what I call close friends close friends. Now, we're going to talk in a minute about what that means uh, because I'd like to ask the question, how close are they really? These are not just people you hang out with necessarily or go do fun things with, but these are people that if you're in trouble, they're going to be in trouble with you. If you're hurting, they're going to hurt with you. If if you're grieving, they're going to grieve and, and weep with you. If you're excited and winning, they're going to celebrate with you. They're going to be with you in the best of times, the worst of times. They're willing to jump in the trenches and do life with you on a very deep heart level. That's close friends. The next layer out from that is acquaintances. These are people that you know, you hang out with, you do some fun things with. I mean, they're they're in your circle of, of community on some level they may not be close friends those heart level deep people but they're they're there they're, they're friends on a different level okay acquaintances the next level from that is what i call the crowd now we all have a crowd we all have p- uh, noise these are people that probably know who we are we might even know their name but they're just there i mean we don't there's not a relationship there but yet, if we if we're not careful, they can slip into the acquaintances circle. They might even try to work, weasel their way into the close friend circle because they want proximity to you. But really, they they belong in a different circle out here. It's a different level of relationship. Now, this last, the very last outward circle, the most the, the most outermost circle. The name of this is probably going to offend some of you, but this is what I would call enemies and fools. Okay, these are people that aren't for you. They know you, they've been around you. Maybe at some point in their life in your life, uh, they were close friends or acquaintances or even part of the crowd, but but for whatever reason, they they now have made their way to the outside circle and they're not for you. They're not going to add value from you. In fact, they might even draw value from, they might take value from you. Here's, here's an important piece to this. So let me back up here for a second. Yourself, family, close friends, acquaintances, the crowd, and then enemies and fools. Got that? Let's move on. How do we define these levels? How do we we bring into uh, our understanding what person belongs in what circle? Well, I'm going to suggest to you, you're not going to like this answer, but I'm going to suggest you have to define that. You have to determine... How do I qualify a close, intimate, heart-level, deep-trench kind of a friend? What is that? How do you define it? What does it mean to you for a person to have that level of access to you? What does it mean for someone to meet the criteria of acquaintance or crowd or enemy? The the most important thing, really, in understanding the value of relationships is placing the relationship in the correct circle. Now, let me kind of run through this with you. I'm going to speak in terms of my Christian worldview. If God brings someone into your life that is intended to be a friend, a real friend, a deep friend, but because of the inherent absence of trust in your heart, you decide to keep them on the outside somewhere, maybe in the crowd or maybe in the acquaintance category, then can you see where you've missed an opportunity to receive and benefit from that exchange of life with someone that could be a friend? Conversely, uh, someone who is in your orbit out there, somewhere in one of those circles, and they're intended just to be a crowd person or maybe an acquaintance person, but you just throw the floodgate open and you allow them close access to that friend, that inner circle, well, that relationship is destined to be one that takes from you and probably does not reciprocate or add value to you. What about, and this is even worse, what about if you allow an enemy or a fool into your inner circle And their influence, their attitudes, their lack of willingness to grow, their overall lack of character begins to affect your ability to pursue the full measure of what God has intended for your life. Now, I'm going to spend a minute here because uh, I'm going to just be honest with you. Not every relationship can go with you to the next level. If you're in a, a particular season where you feel growth is happening and promotion is happening and and you're moving into a new place of productivity and prosperity, uh, I want to tell you this is the right time for you to evaluate where these people fit in in what circle. Because if you allow a person who has a sour attitude, uh, a poverty mindset, uh, they don't want to see you succeed because they need you to be the person they've always known you to be and you allow them that deep, intimate, heart-level access to you, their attitude, their their poor spirit is going to bleed over into your journey and really cause you some some detriment and some struggle and some problems. Every person, I I really believe this, every person has the potential to be great, to be an awesome influencer, to achieve high success success, and to render great impact. Therefore, every person has the potential to add something of value to your life. However, one must use real discernment, deep discernment, in gauging or evaluating does this person have the capacity, the right motivation, the right heart, to be allowed into this circle or this circle or this circle. Another consideration is not every relationship is right for every season. You know, I've had some beautiful, incredible relationships in my life. Some of them mentors and teachers, some of them friends, some of them partners in business and various things. And here's the deal. We didn't have a big falling out. We're not in great conflict with one another today. We're not at odds. We didn't have some big blow-up explosion kind of a deal. Nothing major like that happened, but seasons of life change for each person, and you have to seasonally evaluate, is this relationship the same as it's always been, or do I need to move this person from deep, intimate, close friend, or maybe mentor or coach into just an acquaintance category? The movement within these concentric circles are dynamic and they change in seasons. Some relationships are only meant for a short time. When that season has come to an end, I'm going to tell you this with great conviction, it's not wise to continue to invest in that relationship because you will pour yourself out and you will find yourself very empty. Some relationships are... Covenantal in nature, and and that's uh maybe to you that's a different kind of a word, but let me explain to you what I mean by that. Uh, a covenant is is a is something that if you go back into uh, ancient times, you will see that friends or business partners or families they would literally do sacrifices together, and they would cut covenant they would call it, and they would say, "My wealth is your wealth, my my family is your family." They would they would make these vows and promises, and they would you know that that relationship was meant for a lifetime and, and they're sent by God into your life to be that kind of a lifetime relationship. You need to know who, which ones those are. And by the way, those if you have one or two or three of those in an entire lifetime, you are incredibly fortunate. Some relationships are situational. These would be like business relationships or uh, educational, academic uh, relationships. These situational relationships are usually temporary. So be careful not to take a situational relationship and try to make it a lifetime or covenantal relationship necessarily. Some relationships are strategic in nature. They have to do with your your assignment or your calling in life. Uh, I know for me... In the last few years, I've had some very key relationships come into my life that had everything to do with where I was going in this season. you got to recognize them. you got to have your antennas up, your discernment on, and know where to place these so that you can achieve maximum benefit from those great resources that God sends into your life. All healthy relationships are given by God to be mutually beneficial. Let me explain what I mean by that. There is no such thing as a healthy relationship that is one-way street. Relationships, by definition, are an equal exchange of life. Now, there may be times when you're going through three months, six months, a period of time in your life where where you're giving out more than they are because the, the season requires that. Maybe seasons when you you have nothing to give, but that person steps up to the plate and, and compensates and gives and pours into you. But over time, a relationship is meant to be reciprocating and mutually beneficial. This is a really important point because if you can identify relationships where you're always the one giving and it's always costing you something, but you never get anything in return, ding, 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 newsflash, that might be one you need to move to a different circle. Let me let me just bring some of this to to bear here. I want to ask you some questions that I I'm, I'm inviting you to consider. Have you inventoried your relationships lately? Well, have you? Are there people in your life that never have or? are no longer adding value but rather they take away. They seem to be like they have this hose connected to you and they're just like they turn the valve on, they suck life from you, and then they turn the valve off and they come back a little bit later for some more. Are there relationships in your life that need to be moved from one category to another? Maybe it's in closer or maybe it's from close proximity to one of the outward circles. Do you have room in your life for new strategic relationships that could potentially add value to where you are today and to where you're going in the coming weeks, months, and years? I go back to this. Relationships are Everything. You hear me quote Jim Rohn often you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So I ask you this question What are you doing to raise your average? What can you do in the context of the relationships you have in your life to bring the quality of your life, the quality of your vision and clarity and encouragement and motivation up? By moving some pieces around, moving some pieces out, moving some pieces in, and possibly even opening your heart to the possibility of some brand new connections and relationships that could be game changers. What are you doing to raise your average? If you've not listened to the previous few episodes, I want to encourage you to go back. BrianHolmes.com. You'll find them there. They're in iTunes, of course they're on stitcher radio they're on iheart radio go back and listen to these conversations we've had with others the the monologues the dialogues the the ideas around this whole thing of a relationship it really matters my encouragement to you is to get the right people around you for the right season make the adjustments you need to make make the sacrifices or the investments you need to make to get with some coaches a mastermind group, whatever it takes for you to get a circle of peers around you that can hold you up, lift you up, push you forward, and help you become everything that you are capable of becoming and achieving everything that you're capable of achieving. This is the time I want to encourage you to check your relationships. For more than five years now, I've had the pleasure and the privilege of being a part of several major collaborative groups I'm sure you've heard of networking and I'm sure you've heard of various types of meetings you can go to for business support and no doubt by now if you've hung around me very long you've heard about mastermind groups I want to tell you that my involvement in these types of groups over the last several years has fundamentally changed the way I do life the way I do leadership and the way I do my business in fact Being a part of these wonderful groups has allowed me the benefit of learning from, growing as a result of, and and actually being challenged by people who see my business, see my objectives from a perspective that I don't have. Maybe you understand this. You have blind spots. I have blind spots there are certain ways that we look at things that are just intuitive to us because it's the way we think it's the way we process but imagine if you had six, seven, eight, ten other people around you all from successful backgrounds but all from different walks of life different experiences different exposure different genres of business or ministry or life and they were able to give you their opinions their input their wisdom from the perspective that they uniquely have and help you in doing so to grow your life grow your leadership grow your influence this to me is what a mastermind group is all about I launched a mastermind group not too long ago one that I lead one that I facilitate one that I uh, have the privilege of really guiding through this process and I would like to invite you to consider being a part of that we max this group out at 12 members total because a mastermind group should be fairly small because you want to keep it intimate and small and manageable in that kind of a way but this group presently has a couple of seats available at the table we're looking for business owners entrepreneurs we're looking for coaches for speakers for trainers Quite honestly, we're looking for anyone who has the aspiration or the desire to engage life on a different level, to establish and build a business, and to grow your influence in the space that God has created for you. If you're that person, if you want to grow your leadership, if you want to grow your money, your finances, your business, your leverage, if you need other people around you to help you to take those things to a new level, then I believe a mastermind group would be right for you. I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you one-on-one, over the phone, maybe over video conference, and let's explore together the possibility of you joining the Strategic Influencers Mastermind. We would love to talk to you soon. If you're interested in doing so, go to brianholmes.com forward slash mastermind, brianholmes.com forward slash mastermind for more information. I look forward to hearing from you very, very soon. Take care and God bless.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at BrianHolmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember, you are created for greatness.